Well, hello and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. Yes, we are back. It is season three, episode 19. And for some reason, Zoom's decided to disappear on me. So bear with me to Uno Momentos whilst we get us all back on screen. Because, you know, you guys want to see us out there, obviously. And... But alongside me, I have got two guests, as you'll know. Um, they are Daniel and Tom. Here they are. And for some reason, you've disappeared again. This is great Uh-oh. textbook technical. I can see you guys. This is, I mean, can they hear us? We, we, yeah, I mean, your audio is coming through. Um, but, you know, Probably. we need to see you guys. So let's just try this again. Oh, got to love things going wrong oh whatever you do guys out there if you're listening don't update your laptops or computers to windows flipping 11 because you know these kind of things happen no that's not what you want to see oh angus yes at least you can hear everyone yes you can um hopefully you can start seeing us now um i'm just gonna leave it like that i'm not angus i just wanted to shout out i love that video of lasada you sent yesterday we were just talking about it of um, of Sada thinking he passes driver's license. <laughs> it is absolutely phenomenal that video. Um, Amazing. Yes, but of course, um, it has been a few weeks since the last show. Um, only because I've been ill recently, um, sinusitis, all that jazz. It has absolutely done me over. Um, I've not seen any. Get- I haven't seen the last four games, but you know. It, I've caught the highlights that it's as good as it can be but I'm healthy I'm back and we are good to go so um so guys how are you how are you doing that's Daniel what what's up what uh food reference we're going to get you from from you this week not, not a food reference but it oh. was kind of funny uh seeing um Lasada pass his driver's license uh or driver's uh, test because uh, I remember mine that I had to do in DC because I let everything expire uh, and I all I had when I moved to DC was my passport uh, and since you know I was like I'm not driving around anywhere I don't need a license uh, eventually it came to the down to the fact that my passport was going to expire and I was like okay I have to get a license now and so um, I had to retake the written test plus the driver's test and I, I don't know if he did it in DC or if it, if it was if it was in Virginia or, or wherever he did it. Um, but I remember I got sent out to this uh, place way in Northeast, and um, I want to say it was like North Dakota Avenue. I, it was it's like out by that like Lowe's or Home Depot, like way out there. And um, I uh, remember the test was we left the parking lot, we went down to the end of the block took a turn then another turn then i parked back in the parking lot it was like yeah you've passed i was like what <laughs> and that was it and so <laughs> i don't know if hernan um got like if he had to face the gauntlet or if it was just drive a square and then let us know if you can park um it was so you know it, that was that was hilarious and and that just kind of reminded me um of that um but you know if i if i had to have a food reference you know it's it's uh you know I, it's like hush puppies 
I'm like a hush puppy now. I, I you know, oh. uh, things things are oh, it's just cozy. It's it's hush right. Puppy. It's I'm it's trying to getting think. to be. It, you have to explain what a hush puppy is to James. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, like you ever heard of a? Well, no, you've never heard of a corn dog. You're not American. Oh um, no! I, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> we have American restaurants. He knows a corn dog. Here. I know a corn dog. It's kind of like that. It's like with with kind of like the little mini wieners, uh, kind of kind of breaded in that. At least I think so. I hope I've got my reference. Yes, you said wieners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, it's so this we're in. You know, here in South Dakota, uh, you know, we're getting into that fall season, and you know, temperatures are getting chilly. It was about uh, 45 degrees this morning, which, it, what is that in England? That's like 11 uh, degrees Celsius I or something. I, I, I was going to say 13. It <laughs> seven. Like seven. 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 So, seven degrees seven, Celsius, that is. Seven degrees for the Brits. Uh, that's that's where what we woke up with this morning. And yeah, you know, having that sweater weather and the the, you know, hot coffee and you know chocolate hot chocolate stuff like that is uh that's the season i'm getting into so oh, i'm i'm, I'm just season. you're getting into yes. pumpkin spice lattes then very much so i mean you saw me post on instagram <laughs> i'm back in the coffee shop <laughs> being one of those weirdos uh, uh one of those guys who don't works in the coffee too. shop <laughs> yes with with my thick rimmed glasses and my uh latte uh so that's that's where i'm at right now and and how are you boys but how have you been boys been it's uh it's been a minute yeah Tom, you've got a beautiful flag behind you i've just noticed oh yeah i don't say i've just oh. noticed i've seen it there I, all the time oh beautiful look um, at that massive massive i mean it's brilliant it looks intimidating it's a little intimidating i'm gonna have a problem anytime i try to bring a significant other over here (laughs) um flag might have to get folded up for that one but how i'm doing right now amazing i'm excited to get back on the pod i to go off of daniel's own driver's story um, I took my driver's license test in Maryland and, mm-hmm. you know, I think my whole written test was all about just like buses and trucks, which, you know, isn't very helpful. Um, and then, ah. you know, my license test was actually quite difficult. I failed the first time. Um, I did no. the whole thing right. I failed. I failed first time as well. So don't worry about it. I parallel parked like a beast. You know, I did the back incorrectly i went out on the road i did everything right then i came back and there was a stop sign into the parking lot and i didn't stop completely i did a rolling stop and she said pull over here and i thought she was going to tell me that i passed and she goes you failed (laughs) and i was like no Oh. oh heartbroken and also being uh also being a international i had to wait an extra year to get my oh no letter from department of homeland security so i was behind all of my friends oh, oh no. the worst the worst oh, brutal <laughs> And see, for me, in terms of over here for driving stuff, so I was a very late bloomer with it because where I used to live um, and work, 
it was within the walking distance so i never had the need to drive mm-hmm. and and then at one point i, I got a nice big bonus from work so i thought there yeah, sod it let's let's knuckle down let's get it passed and the driving test that i had the first one um when i failed failed mainly because the traffic light had broken so i was just like uh what do i do so i'm waiting for cars to come to the way um so we didn't have the red amber green going as i know you like the amber (laughs) signal um so i'm waiting there and this and the driving instructor is just like are you gonna go it's broken. I don't know when I'm supposed to go yet. So off I, off I trot, carried on, got back, said I failed. I was like, brilliant. It's like, you aren't keeping up with the flow of the traffic. You failed to go where the traffic traffic line. I was like, no, not having it. Well, not having it. Well, I mean, I passed, it's good. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> um, the one I passed, I ended up rolling back on a hill. No. And, and they still... Oh. And he still passed me. I was like, I, I did it, and I thought, how big a hill? I mean, it wasn't ma- it wasn't massive, but it was just when it was coming up. Yeah. It was saying, "Can you park on the on the side here?" So I was like, "Yep, yeah, no problem." Parked up, and then as I was going to set off again, I ended up rolling back a little bit, uh, probably about three, four inches, maybe six. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I just had a little bit of a bad time on the on the uh, on the clutch, and I thought, that's it. That was it. I was, I was like, right, I'm just going to do whatever for the rest of the test. Got back. And then he went, yeah, you've passed. You only had like two or three minors. I was like, hey, you allowed 12 minors. Oh, okay. Just so, so to kind of give you a bit of context, you allowed mm-hmm. up to 12 errors before you get a major. And then, or you can have two major errors and then that's when you fail. And, and you were was, doing manual too. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Is it? I was going to say here. Here, all automatic. Yeah. Oh, yep. mate. Manual. Oh, I, to be fair, when I came over uh, back in 2018, uh, we hired a car and it was a automatic. I was like, I have absolutely no idea what the heck I'm doing here. So I was like, uh, put it into drive. Oh, I love it. And it was just, I set off and I'm like, uh, what, what, what's going on? And you want to move it? <laughs> and I'm just like, you're driving along. But I was doing it with my left hand there. That was completely wrong because it was with my right hand. Um, yeah. But yeah, automatics. Though it was nice, but oh, it was just they're great. It was such. They're great. It was so alien, so alien. I'm lucky. I have one of those. Um, I have one of those cars where you can, you know, like push it over into manual instead yeah. of pretend. And like you can switch gears by like clicking a button. It's not the same as a clutch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's the flappy paddles as well. Yep. Yeah, you need the paddles. Um, I try to learn. I try to learn manual on my parents' car, and I think I flooded the engine like three times. What? Yeah, and and my dad was like, "Never again." (laughs) (laughs) He was like, "Never again. We're done." Oh, mate, oh, that flood in the engine, that's not... Terrible. I was like, you know what? I'll just pay more for rental cars. This will be fine. <laughs> this will be fine. Yeah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> we probably should talk a bit of soccer. Oh, yeah. You know, that thing that we're, we're supposed to talk about. Um, I mean, as always, um, we'll update the score prediction league um, because, you know, it's been a few games since the last one. We've not done terribly well between us. 
Let's put it that way. Um, so since the I'm last show, yeah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so since the last show, which we've had a few games, um, I've gone from seven to eight points. So a grand total of a one point increase. Thank you very much. I can hear everyone applauding me right there. Uh, Daniel, you've moved up from 11 to 14. So you you bagged yourself a three-pointer in there. You got the scoreline correct. And Tom, you've moved from four to five. So you've moved up the same level as I've done. So we've all increased. But um, Daniel is way out in the lead at the moment. So we need to yeah. uh, need to catch him up. Um, but yeah, we've got the game this weekend against the Red Bulls. Um, follow, following up uh, a game against Chicago uh, midweek as well. So, but this game, this game, this podcast is going to be primarily focused on the Metro Stars. I completely named them wrong earlier. Calling them the Rebels. Who were the Rebels? Um, but first up, news. So, first up on our list of notes that we've got for news is the fact that Ben Olsen recently was named the club president of the Washington Spirit. What were you guys' takes on that? Uh, Daniel, go first. Uh, you know, at first I was like, I, I was like, yeah, that sounds about <laughs> right, um, con- considering the ownership. Um, but as time has gone on throughout this day, uh, some more details have come out about how exactly this kind of happened and also some weird connections um, that that Olsen may have in terms of uh, investments and whatnot that that may have uh, may or may not have landed him this position mm-hmm. uh, as well as you know a a not incredibly flattering interview with the at- athletic which, if if you know Olsen, he is um, he's a guy who uh, he's not flowery with his pros, and he may not be uh, the the most um, PR focused when he is talking. Um, mm. But I mean, you know, he he is a guy that cares uh, a lot about the game. Um, but at at the same time, kind of admitted, I do, I am not very familiar with the women's game and you know but i'm here to do my give it my best shot which you know uh all things considered with with the spirit with uh you know what was going on with um their former coach and you know just general um misguidance or or uh lack of awareness from you know sort of the ownership group uh it's it's not looking great at the moment um especially with the fact that came out that um, Michelle Kang uh, was not informed of any of any of this. Uh, and, and so the fact that, you know, the men kind of uh, went behind her back and uh, made this move um, is, is just a bad, bad look. And, and it sucks for, for Ben, uh, you know, he's a, he's a great stand-up guy and, and, you know, I'm sure he is approaching it, you know, to, you know, do the best job that he can in it. But um, I think the overwhelming um, kind of take from, you know, the, the women's soccer community and, and, you know, fans is just, this is a bonehead uh, type of move on, on just every single front. So that's, that's how things are kind of looking right now. Yeah. Angus is just messaged in just saying, I think if Olsen had been brought on as president of soccer operations, this would have been fine. 
having him yeah. run the business side of things is just not good. Um, Tom, did you have any thoughts on this when this was announced? Um, what were your feelings yeah. when it was when it came out? Yeah, I mean, most of the fact I I agree with Daniel on most of it, but if I'm going to play the the angels advocate, if I'm going to play the angels advocate. I'd say okay. you know after a bad after a bad um, headline in the news with what was going on with that coach, it's good to see someone who's known in the DC area and known for the history of DC to be included into that. So that sort mm -hmm. of spreads some good light into the team. Um, and, and a big thing is he, he lives in the district, uh, yeah. you know, which yeah. uh, for a lot of the ownership uh, for both United and the spirit uh, is, is not particularly the case. So yeah, no, he's, he very yeah. much uh, bleeds the city. Mm. Yeah, he is, he is DC all the way. And, you know, I like that. The Spirit are an awesome team to watch. Um, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how an ex-player, ex-coach works in the business. I think that's going to be really tough. Um, I think only time can tell. Maybe he'll surprise us. You know, it's happened before, but... As of now, I think Daniel said it best. It seems kind of bonehead for now. Yeah, it feel it does feel like they're just trying to put a plaster over a open, massive wound right here, trying to say that Ben Olsen is this soccer president. But mm, yeah. yeah, but then as same with you, Dan. I'm not that very close with Washington Spirit. I've seen a little bit. Um, because obviously the games have been over on Twitch, um, so it's been nice to be able to catch. And Trinity Rodman, what a player. She is unbelievable. So, But, you know, it's it's one of those things that there's only so much football I can watch. There is literally so much. There's obviously DC. There's the Mighty Borough, whenever we're on. And uh, that's about it, really. I can't watch much else. Don't get the time. Um Next up, um, I'm actually going to move on to news that came out the same day um, rather than the next one on our list, which is the fact that uh, Griffin Yao has been loaned to uh, Loudoun United. What do we think? I mean, for me, that's sensible in the fact that he wasn't getting game time with us. It's good for him yeah. to get, get some minutes under his belt. Um, however, Loudoun aren't doing particularly well. I think they lost their last match 5-1 or 5-0. Off the top of my head? 5-1. Uh, 5-1. Five, one. Five, one. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, mm, is I it mean, the right I'm, environment for him? I'm happy that he's getting the playing time. Um, I really like Griffin Yao. I mean, he was mm. he was playing when Rooney was on that team. Yes. I mean, he was getting some first team minutes. And it was like, ooh, like this kid, yeah. like he could be something. Um, but, you know, you got to be fair to the player and you got to give him some time to actually get some minutes under his belt, really develop. He needs to bulk up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, hopefully he'll get, you know, a couple of elbows in the ribs and we'll see him strive from there. Uh, Loudon, they could use the help. Yeah. Is a simple way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. And, and to be fair, he did score the first ever goal for Loudon United. Yep. So he's got history there, literal history. So, um, Daniel, any any further thoughts on the, the Loudon loan? Yeah, 
um you know good kid uh it's just yeah he there's no there's no real place for him right now um with with how hot ola has been playing lately um and abila coming in and it's just yeah at a certain point he's gotta get minutes somewhere uh but no he's a very talented kid uh and and we'll see he's still a teenager like that's the thing he's still a teenager and um you know his his upside is incredible especially with just how the academy system has been working out for united um i yeah no it's a it's a good move and and you know i'd rather he be uh getting minutes with loudon than you know riding riding the pine uh as it were that oh, that's saying that another that's, one is that that's another... A, that's another American saying that one, but I know what that one means because I yeah I was uh, caught out with one that that's uh, one a uh, couple of years ago. I was like riding the pine. What the heck do you <laughs> mean? And it was like uh, being on the bench. Well, I, I I got you with the lunch pail this year, so oh, I got did. I got my one. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean Griffin, I know you like to listen to the show, so. Uh, shout out to you Griff um, mm-hmm. good luck at Loudon, and we hope to see you back in the black and red very soon just get yeah, your minutes yeah. in get get your form up um, and it'll be nice to see you score a few goals and uh, come back fresh with a new new mindset and uh, get some goals in for the black and red um, that's because there's <laughs> Angus just gone that's because there's no pine in England do we have pine over here I don't know. No, no, there's no pine. There's no pine, and no. you're you're an American. You know more than that, more than I do. <laughs> to be honest, I couldn't I've tell you much. Both sides. I've seen both sides. Now I'm like very, very sure there's no pine in England. Yeah, my father-in-law would be disappointed in me because he he knows his trees apparently. I don't know why, but there you go. Um, some other comments just coming through um, about uh, Loudon being a glorified academy team in minutes and minutes. Uh, Ryan Martin has also got a very good development uh, track record as well. Um, hey to Keenan as well. Um, good to see you in the chat there. So anybody else, if you've got any questions during the show, do let us know and we'll get them answered as we are live. Um other news that we've had on there, um, I'm sh- I'm sure you guys did. You guys watch the USA Honduras match? Yeah, I did. I got a incredibly grainy uh, feed from Telemundo. Um, so so nice. as far as like watching <laughs> players, uh, it, it was really tough to like. You know, I mean, I could get a sense of like you know where the ball is and then who's on it, but um, it was really tough to kind of see beyond just like who you know was handling the ball at the moment um but man talk about talk about a a uh wild finish um to that game and and yeah super happy about that one yeah the main reason why i've brought it up is because um claudia began um did a thread on twitter about nahar's uh, dancing skills and how he was moving around all the usa players and looking absolutely fantastic is that something that he was doing all the game or was it just yeah, flashes he, of brilliance? Yeah, no, he had an amazing game. There was one point and I was really, I was laughing with a couple of buddies of mine that I have a group chat with. Um, there's another player on Honduras. There's actually three of them that now have that slim, shady, bright blonde <laughs> hair. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh no, no, he's strutting it. 
Um, and I think the player was number 13, but he went down and had to be taken off the field. And my friends and I are all like, all right, the guy on Honduras with the blonde hair, that's Andy Nahar, you know, number mm-hmm. 17. And we were all just so worried for a second. They'd be like, he's just a trendsetter. It's okay. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. But he was great that game. He was really progressive. Um, he had one moment where he took out about three U.S. players with just some fancy moves and crowd was going nuts. So, I mean, I made the wrong prediction thinking that Honduras could have gotten a win out of that game. And I was right mm-hmm. for part of it. But, I mean, hey, props to the U.S. They, they came, they hit, and they had four guys who were starting for the first time and they got the win. Yeah, and it's um, and I looked as well. Um, Mexico drew with uh, Panama yeah. to really open up that that group. So I think there's like there's two points between first and fourth or something. From what I remember yep. looking at, it's it's a very tight group. I know there's only been a few games, but all to play for coming into. Uh, I think uh, next round of internationals is next month. Correct yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple games in each of the groups to go tonight still for yep. um, US side, but yeah, I mean, then it's next month. Yeah, it should be it should be good that, and hopefully we'll see USA at uh, Qatar in 2022 near Christmas time, whenever that's being played, because you know they decide to do it at that time of year. I bloody plumbing hate that. But um, anyway, next up. The playoff schedule has been released as of today. So I obviously took a keen eye on that one and looked at the timing, see what how ungodly hour I was staying up till, but it looks really good for me. Yeah, it's like, the Thanksgiving it's, game for you. It's oh, going to be perfect. Yes. But there's like 12.30 kickoffs and 3 o'clock kickoffs in Eastern time. And I'm thinking, hang on. That's like evening. It's not... I'm not going to be up till like two, three o'clock in the morning. It's great. I absolutely love it. So as long as we make it, that's the first, that's the first yeah. step. <laughs> We've got to actually get to the playoffs, but you know, it's awesome. Um, the cup final um, is December 11th off the top of my head. Yeah, it is. And that's a three, 3 PM Eastern time kickoff. So that's an 8 PM match for me. Um, I know we've obviously got other people in DC UK um, around the world so check your local time whatever it is you you are I know uh, Emma from Belgium she's an hour ahead of me so that'll be a nine uh, Wagner is ooh, four hours behind us uh, one hour ahead of you Tom um, yes Brazil yeah. yeah it's one or two yeah, it's, it's good. Brazil, I actually think it splits, but yeah, yeah. it's very good timings. It's great. I think it's fantastic. The fact that they've got this Thanksgiving game, and uh, they're really going up. And it just seems like they're really pushing hard on the viewership and trying to take on NFL, which is a scary thought to say the least. Yeah, viewership has done nothing but gone up and up and up, and it's gotten much more popular. Um, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, it's good. It's a good time to be an MLS fan, and yeah. mm. it's a great time to be a DC United fan. Yeah, 
And then talk, on, on a global scale as well, those kind of times of kickoffs are fantastic because you've got a potential huge audience over here in Europe. You've got obviously down in South America, um, Central America as well. Um, I don't know whether they'll crack Asia just yet. I mean, I don't think they'll get there. But, you know, there's the opportunity. And I think having these games at these sort of times, for us, like I say, it's great in the evening because it means it's prime time telly for us. And it's just, it means it's more accessible. And that's what we need from the league is more accessibility. Um, so, Daniel, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Oh, dear boy, I... <laughs> I was actually just talking about this with my girlfriend the other day. Um, oh. You know, I think I think we'll be uh, heading to her folks' place. Um, get know, the TV either, on. Get, get DC United on. Yeah, you know, and, and funny enough, uh, you know, it, that wouldn't be the first time I would put so, some soccer on uh, over at their place. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, I, something like that. Uh, I think is is the plan. So um, for sure, I'll be I'll be keeping one eye on the action there. Yeah. And what about you, Tom? What are you going to do? Um, my family got into the habit in my neighborhood of always being invited to different people's houses for Thanksgiving. It was sort yeah. of the, you know, look after these foreigners, show them this American tradition. Um, so, so we've gotten into the habit of actually going away at Thanksgiving. We go and do like our own thing. And I think ironically, we always have chicken on thanksgiving um but you know i'm excited to watch the games it's gonna be gonna have an mls game on thanksgiving oh i mean we're i'm used to american football that's always great but it's gonna be brilliant to be able to watch some footy yeah it's it it feels like it's a nice change of pace yeah for sure so um so we were talking before the show went uh, live about do we talk about this next segment, and I think I think we will we'll hit on it briefly, which is Favorite. transfer deadline day, which obviously happened a little while ago, and obviously there were some big transfers, um, especially for well Barcelona. They were should they were just they're losing money left, right, and center. They've had to let Griezmann go back on loan to uh, Atletico Madrid. Uh, with a 40 million obligation. So Barcelona are losing a lot of money on Griezmann there. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. They've just, they haven't to have a fire sale. Obviously they've lost Messi this window. Ansi Fati's been, has taken over the number 10 jersey, um, which has had mixed, mixed feelings, I think is probably fair to say. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, if I was to bring in my Barcelona fan, he would say it was the best decision because that kid is Barca through and through. I think mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the big thing about the Griezmann uh, transfer is that he was one of the players who had such a high salary that there was no way Barcelona could keep Messi. Mm-hmm. And then after Messi leaves... He says, I want to go play at Atletico. And they work up an obligation for 40 mil. And Barca originally bought him for over 100. And it's just, it's absurd. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah, it's just, I think, 
it's a difficult one for Barcelona because they, well, it's not difficult. They shouldn't have gotten to them, themselves into that mess in the first place. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was something they were looking to buy in other players. I'm thinking, where, where, where have they got the money from? They had to make, um, I know PK, Jordi Alba, and someone else all took pretty significant pay cuts mm-hmm. yeah. so that they could do Depay, or no, Depay was fine, but to bring in Aguero as well. Um, yeah. I don't know, it's a mess. Absolute mess. And Aguero only signed for Barcelona so he could play with Messi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh that's a, it's a big whoops. Big whoops. Yeah, big whoops. Head and yes. hands for sure. Yes. Uh, the other big transfer, um, I will come to you on this one in a moment, Tom, because obviously it's for your other United team. But Daniel, as an Arsenal oh, yeah. as an Arsenal United fan, just I'm just gonna say that just for just for giggles. Um Ronaldo, who's gone home in inverted commas, um, almost went to Man City. Um, what are your thoughts on Ronaldo rejoining the Premier League at his age, at 36? Can he still do a job? Um, you know, uh, God, I, I, I am picturing Kenny right now uh, giving me an incredibly stern look. Uh, it, but, you know, kind of acknowledging, um, you know, sort of like the, the shadow that that looms over Ronaldo. Um, man, um, before, you know, that came to light, honestly, I always held uh, the opinion that um, if I had the choice between Ronaldo and Messi – to build a team around um i take ronaldo 10 out of 10 times um just because he is uh to me someone who did prove himself in the premier league uh and th- and that's sort of a standard that i hold a lot of players to especially uh messi you know where uh for to a degree you know i think he was rather protra- protected uh playing over in barcelona um and, and yeah, just uh, I would have loved to know um, how he would have fared um, in a in a league where I mean um, it's it's a rough league and and referees uh, aren't too privy uh, to use one of your words there uh, to <laughs> uh, to kind of I guess I guess tread lightly around certain players. So yeah. um, you know Ronaldo. Yeah, just uh, a phenomenal, talented player. Uh, and, and so these days, I you know, it's like Zlatan. Um, I, 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 is he going to lead them uh, to the uh, premiership? No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he'll be that big of a factor uh, in there. Um, will Manchester United win? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, I we're getting I, sh- I think, shaking think, heads over here. <laughs> I think Messi has a better chance of winning a championship with PSG than Ronaldo does playing with Manchester United. I mean, Messi's. I mean, French league. I mean, the the PSG are going to win the French league. That's that, that's a given. Yeah. Um, I told you that. Yeah. I mean, last year, last season was just a fluke. It's like less. It was like Leicester City winning in the Premier League. Oh, that was great, um, that, that was a great season. Love that season. Um, Love that. Yeah, I know one of my mates. He's a Leicester City fan. 
and he it was just insane and someone put a um, bet on Leicester City to win um, the Premier League at the beginning of the season just five pounds and he walks away um, with a, a 25, 25 grand because it's five thousand yeah. to one it's it's the biggest sports odds in history yeah. to ever hit it, is, it was insane. just mad it was mad um, but Tom CR7 back at uh, United how excited so, were you? so I have very mixed feelings um, oh. but I mean obviously I'm very happy to have him back I took great delight in all the Manchester United fans who started burning their Ronaldo jerseys because they thought he was going to City and then they got in line to buy his jersey <laughs> last week. It just makes me so happy to see that. It's um, a great marketing you know, point. Yeah, great marketing point. I mean, he just played it so well. He made everyone think he was going to City, got lots of burned jerseys out of it, and then they went to go buy the new one. I mean, I was smart. I still have the old 2008 <laughs> Champions League. That Hang I on. kept for ages. That season, that, that season... I if I remember rightly, Millsborough beat Man United four one at the Riverside. I, I don't remember that game. <laughs> I was there. That was a, I don't remember I, that game. I, Ronaldo scored a header in like the night in the 89th minute just to get a consolation because you know we yeah, thought four nil would have been a bit embarrassing for you guys, oh, but the worst, the worst. <laughs> that was I know, a great, between men- that and and I think we got beat four 0 once by MK Dons who like walked. Oh, in the cup, us. yes, I remember that one as yeah, well because that was on that TV. I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten. But Ronaldo coming back, it's going to be good. I'm really interested. He's a completely different player. Hmm. Completely different player. He's now more of a forward than a winger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He much older, a bit bigger. Um, I'm interested to see how he does with the physicality. He's definitely going to get a bunch of elbows to the ribs. Yeah. And we'll see if Mike Bean will give him a penalty for it. Oh, but absolutely. We'll see. There's there's a lot going on with Ronaldo, both on the field and off the field. Um, yeah. That's sort of the, mm. the touch on what Daniel said, the shout that looms over. So for me, it's it's kind of hard to be excited to see him again. Uh, with that information, but you know, I think if I focus on a game standpoint, I think it will be nice to see him in the red again. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for me, just from an entertainment point of view, it's going to be it'll be good to see him back in the Premier League. I always have this little sort of inkling that, that when they get that to that age, will they perform week in week out? And Slatan did to a point. 26 goals. Yeah. But if there's going to be anyone who's going to be able to do it, it's going to be Ronaldo. When The way he looks after his body and the way he's kept himself fit for so long, for so many years, if there's going to be anyone, it's going to be him. Let's put it that way. I actually actually read an article about him today that says he worked with um, like a sleep specialist and he takes five hour and a half naps a day. And eat six meals. Jesus. What? Yeah. I mean, I would literally be broke and not have a job if I yeah. tried the exact same regime. But yeah, that's what he does. He he takes 
he has like his breakfast, he works out, he naps, he eats like a morning snack, naps, then he works out more, then he has first lunch, naps, second lunch, naps, naps. works I be- out. I bet he... I bet he naps in like one of those like million dollar like isolation chambers. Like oh, he's like yeah. in a saline solution and it's got like a you know chime music playing in there and he's like in his, his something on Star state. Trek. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but speaking of the premiere, honestly, with the way uh things are going with uh uh Arsenal right now, I'm I'm you know I I'll see you next season. I'm 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 following a different London <laughs> team this year, and I am I am getting behind uh, AFC Wimbledon. Had a had a big win against Portsmouth, a big win against Oxford United, and I, this team's hot. And why didn't I, you get go Dons? Go go Dons! I, why didn't I, you um, get behind Swindon? Because you know Dave Johnson went <laughs> is over here at the moment. Visiting oh, Swindon I... Town, which is down the road from me, it's literally like forty minutes away from me, and I'm just like, Please. Dave, we need to we need to catch up. The story say, of Wimbledon. Following his bus. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 story of Wimbledon is is uh, really great, and so yeah. that that's a team I'm I'm very much. Uh, and and that's the other thing is is you know um, uh, I I. It, it's just easier to watch games on ESPN plus that's sort of where I am, uh, you know, as, as kind of a cord cutter, uh, that's where I'm getting most of my action. And, you know, being that, you know, they're carrying a lot of the lower league, uh, games this season. Um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm getting into that and, and those are fun game games to watch. And, uh, so it's proper football. That is it's proper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's um, my technically my actual hometown team, uh, Hartlepool United, who are in uh, who got recently got re-promoted back into the football league. Um, there's a big uh, sports personality over here called Jeff Stelling, who hosts the uh, soccer Saturday um, show on Sky Sports. Um, who I think he's joint owner now. Um, and it's just fantastic to see that they're back in the football league. They're doing really well as well in League Two. They're in playoff spots at the moment, so they're looking good for the season. It's just oh, yeah. fantastic. So uh, go and follow them as well, Daniel. Why not? Yeah, I'm going to give that a look. Yeah, yeah. play at Victoria <laughs> Park, absolute shocker of a stadium. <laughs> I went there when I was in primary school, and it was horrendous back then. So I can't imagine what it's like now. But uh, no, great. It's, was our RFK levels bad? Because our uh, was. Oh mate, it's. I mean, I've, I've not. I've not been to RFK unfortunately, but based on the stories, um, yeah, I would say worse. Because it's just a. It's, it's Victoria just like, Park. Victoria Park, I think it's, if I remember rightly. I was going to say, I'm going to have to do a Google search later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went there yeah, when I was back in primary school. I went to see a rugby union match there when um, the local rugby team, West Hartlepool, were in the premiership, in the rugby version of the premiership, and got absolutely obliterated by an even worse team. Like, it was 50 points to something. It was just awful. But anyway. Um, 
Before we move on to match catch-up, I just want to give a shout-out to um, everyone who's watching. Thank you for watching. Um, if you could take a couple of minutes just to um, have a little look, if you want to become a member, head to dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, if you look in the links below, there's... Um, a link in there, bio.link forward slash DC United Kingdom. It has all the stuff on there, the things like merchandise where you've got the flag. I've got the smaller flag. Tom's got the big flag. Daniel has no flag. But, you know, we'll, uh, we're working I will, on it. I will be grabbing one soon enough, for sure. Um, but, yeah, it's um, there's lots of stuff on there. Tom, uh, have you got your pint glass there? Of course. Look at that. A DC UK yeah. pint glass. Look at that. You can get pick it's yourself. Growing, I can put it in the I put it in the washing machine as well, and you don't want to put it straight top. Not in the washing machine, dishwasher. Sorry, is what we call them dishwashers. <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> a washing machine is what you I, put your laundry in. They're closed. I was going to say <laughs> that that, 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 that threw me for a second as well. Broken right now. Getting <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, all confused. <laughs> yes, I mean you've got your Englishness, you've got your Americanness. It's just oh, it's very, very difficult. <laughs> yes, just throwing you right off. Um, I'm just going to quickly go through some of the comments that have been coming through. Um, I mean, we've just to go back on the uh, playoff schedule. Angus um, thinks we should do Black Friday for sure. That would be interesting. I think everyone will be in the shops though. So if they put the games on in the shops, that's yeah. where you want. That's that's where you need it. Um, Tom Hanks bet on Leicester as well. Like when they won it so fair play hey. Tom he's an Aston Villa fan as well yeah that's weird yeah. why not he must have known something we didn't he must have no. been the Jamie Hardy yeah. follower yeah are you now on I think it's well what used to be called Rochester Rhinos he's a part yeah. owner uh, but they're yeah. now Rochester FC so that's that was interesting um, David's just saying uh, the Premier League has taken the taken the Last stop before retirement's position away from Major League Soccer. It's, I mean, brilliant. I love that. <laughs> and and last but not least, in the comments, uh, Victoria Park is a proper British stadium. It's it's yeah. When the when I don't know whether there still are, but the to- if I remember rightly, the toilets are outside the stadium. Uh, like. Yes. Kind yeah. of like a porta potty thing. Yeah. What do you call those over there? Uh, porta loos. Pot- oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Porta porta loos, makes- not porta potties. Because a potty yeah. is what you train your your toddler Child to wear. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fantastic. Um, anyway. Let's uh, quickly uh, go through the scores on the doors after the ga- from the games that we've missed from the last podcast because there's one, two, there's been four games. Um, Nashville, um, where we got beat 5-2. I'm not going to go through all the stuff on these ones. It's I was just say, the- I, I don't want to talk about some of these things. Actually, give me one moment. I'll be right back. But yep, no worries. Yep. yep. Um, Revs, we got beat 3-2, but I think from what I remember, that was... A very close game. Um, that could have gone either way. Yes. Uh, did I watch that one? No, I did watch that one, if I remember rightly. Um, I feel like I watched it. I it's, can't remember. It's in, yeah. It's in the past. Um, yeah. We got then got beat uh, by Alan United 2-1 for our third defeat on the bounce. 
and and I mean that uh, that came to a very close margin uh, with Martinez and and that goal he had. Um, yeah, I don't know. You could you could dissect that video for for hours and and try to you know see it, but you know the the call is the call, and and yeah. obviously that counted, and that was a heartbreaker right there. Yeah, it was just one of those things, isn't it? But you know. Yeah. We then came up against Philly, a team that we've not beaten in the last 10 games. And it was going to be joint record for the longest winless streak against a particular team for us. But you know yeah. what? Lasada ball kicked back into play and uh, we won 3-1, which for me, it was um, the day before um, the three-year anniversary of me going to my first DC United match. Yeah. Which was against the Philadelphia Union, and when I went to that one, we got beat two nil. So to see you know, those those games are always tough, and especially like I mean, especially that Columbus game uh, that we came away with uh, was was really nice to see. Um, you know, and and I think that is uh, the the difference that I saw between um, you know the the prior games to Philly was. Mm. Uh, you know, a lot cleaner uh, on the passing. Um, DC was really fighting for the ball um, on on there in the pitch, and I think you know they were they were playing a bit more organized. What you saw, you know, especially in that Nashville game, is that DC tended to really overload the side. And sort of like the way that the Lasada system works is that you really do have to have players uh, closing off seams, but if you have just that extra guy who kind of gets off, you know, on, on the other wing uh, and you can get a pa uh, pass to them, um, they're going to have miles of space to work with. And that's what Sapong had, you know, that entire game. And so uh, tough to watch that, but you saw just a, a much tighter, more organized team um, show up against Philly. And to, to me, that is something that, you know, is, is going to help them win the rest of the games this season is mm. just being a lot tighter and a lot more aware of, of just the general field space that they're working with. Yeah. And I think a big thing is being sort of the changes in the lineup, the fact that it's not been quite consistent, the fact that we've had Kempin and goal as well, who's yeah. not our number one keeper. Um, and I hate saying bad things about our players, but he can't. He's got um, wrists like made of glass, it seems, mm -hmm. because if he tries to save something with uh, just the one hand, it's it's yeah. in the back of the net. Um, but Bill Hamid for this weekend is a is a doubt um, because of his co recent COVID uh, positivity, but it's better than what it has been. Um, mm -hmm. but that like just going back to that Philly game um, I want to talk about the one one shot waltz as it's uh, now been affectionately known by um, after I commented on uh, DC United's uh, Facebook post about it and they didn't call it the one shot waltz I was just like why what what how did you miss that opportunity and then they tweeted it I was like yes I made a difference <laughs> Um, that goal was fantastic. Just for yeah. someone who's a big guy, just mm -hmm. to just to get the ball, have the ball played in his feet, looks around, sees he's not offside, turns, 
has all this time in the world and then puts it underneath the keeper's legs. It was just, it was beautiful. Um, especially with the fact that it was the, the outside of his right foot as well. Mm-hmm. It was just a well-taken goal. And I, th- I think it was um, Wagner who said on the group, you can see why he scored 26 goals in 58 games for Boca Juniors. Because with finishing like that, it was just, yeah, it was absolutely spot on. And he scored now. Um, that was the second goal for us. And he's got more now in those what, four games that he did with Minnesota and United all year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a real cheap pickup for us. Um with the mid season um draft of him. I, uh, I have to I have to ask this, you know, sort of so, you know, with with the move that they made with Yao, mm-hmm. um, you know, is there is there a possibility, you know, should should his form stay up for the rest of the season? Is there a chance that we see Abila uh, next season, or uh, is is his no. loan going to end? And then, okay, I I think we've picked him up because we could pick him up cheap. That yeah. was it. Um, he's on a really big wage. I don't gotcha. We we can't afford that. Um, I was going to say I wouldn't want to pay him that full wage next season. No. I'd rather gotcha. just find someone else for cheaper i think if we if he was to be in black and red next season it would be another loan deal um but we would we would get Boca juniors to pay most of his wages that's the only yeah, way i would yeah. see it happening um but yeah, he's, i think he's isn't it over a million dollars a year or something daft like that yeah oh yeah so he's on real big money and if he if he scores if he somehow manages to get into double figures then Give him the money. Give him that money. <laughs> um, but I, it's he's he's a bit part player. He's a, he's literally a impact sub. Yeah. That's all we've we've brought him in for. Um, and then as uh, Angus has just rightly pointed out, we've still got Roberta. Yep, true. Um, he was due to come back from injury. We've got Bolivar as well, mm-hmm. um, yep. and. Uh, Dar Luis Paz as well. He was, um, I think that, I think one of them signed, and they, uh, I think it's Bolivar who's on loan, and Paz, I think we signed on a permanent? Yeah. Or they might have both come in on loan with one of them's uh, view to a permanent move at the end of the year. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting time. Yeah. It's great to have depth. And that's why I've loved about this season, the fact that we've stacked the roster, we've, we got caught out a couple of years ago with a very light roster where we had a few injuries. We started changing formations and bringing in players from Lausen that weren't ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we've got depth in each of the positions. Might not be the quality of depth, but it's depth there that we can just bring players in. And it's just, it seems to be shining for us. So yeah, we've used the most plays in the league. Yet yeah, we're still in seventh, and that just shows how good a quality we've improved over the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, also with you think about Losada and how most of the time when you get a new coach, they need to, you know, slowly push out everyone from the old coach. Get rid of the dead and, Yeah, bring in their own guys. And Lasada has been different. He's really just, you know, accepted what he's got and he's made it work. And yeah. 
you know, there are injuries, there are unfortunate circumstances in games where we've dropped points. But I mean, it's it's all part of the MLS. That's why we love it. Exactly. And yeah. so, I mean, I'm I'm very happy still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's been it's been a great season so far compared to previous years. We've been thoroughly entertained. We've won more games than we have done in what feels like forever. We've got a striker who's scoring goals for fun, it seems, at the moment. I'm all here for it. So, should we have a quick look ahead to the game this weekend? Yeah. 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 So, it's on September 11th, which obviously is a obviously a massive day for you guys. Um, um, we've just started um, watching a couple of things, and there's been a lot more coverage over here because obviously it's the 20th anniversary as well um, of September 11th but um, it is also the kick childhood cancer game as well so there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of things like that and there's been uh, special um, special edition training tops which look quite nice not going to get one but they do look quite nice I've, I think I've bought enough merchandise this year <laughs> to say the least you're good I think yeah. I'm good now um but yeah, so that's going to be good. Um, just to kind of give you guys a bit of a run through, because uh, I took a few notes just before we went live. Mm-hmm. So DC, we've won the last two of the last three games against the Metro Stars, uh, but we've not won consecutive games against them since 2014, which uh, which surprised me that one. Um, yeah, I think it was between, we had a game in April and then we had a game in August. Those are the last two times we won in a row. So... That was that was a shock. Uh, Metro Stars recent form; they've lost five of the last seven games, mm-hmm. so they're not in great form at all. But those five games that they lost were all by single goal, so they've been tight. We've in our recent form, we've won three and we've lost three. Um, so in the last six, so very even on the form there. And then we've got there's been 28 goals involved in those games. And we scored 14 and conceded 14. So very, very even. Could you get more down the middle than that? <laughs> I was just like, I was looking at it. I was like, right. we've won three, we've lost three. Okay, that's quite, very, quite all right. Very, quite all right. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. It's it's average. And then I looked at the uh, goal scored and goals conceded. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> goal difference of zero. Right, right. Okay, so we're very average. Yeah. Um, Kamara? Obviously, uh, the hype train, that is uh, Ola Kamara, has scored 12 times this season, eight since July. So, very good form at the moment. And the last player to have scored more in a regular season was Dwayne De Rosario, who scored 13 in 2011. So, it's been a full decade since we've had someone this good up front. Yeah. Even with Wayne Rooney, that's... It's, I mean, that's a massive shock for me, that one. Yeah. Um, and then... We've got on there that uh, we returned from international break, obviously. Um, we've had that a couple of weeks off. Um, Nahar is going to be training on Friday with the club. Moreno and Flores are playing um, tonight, so they won't be available for this weekend. Uh, and Pines and Ariola are in full training, but probably not ready for 90 minutes. Um, and Hamid is questionable, as I mentioned earlier, because of uh, COVID. So... Um, Daniel, yeah. what do we reckon um, about this game then? So where where's the strong points? Where's the weak points? And uh, how are we going to beat the Metro Stars? 
again. The the strong point is that uh, the the two three five go brrr, and <laughs> what I, the heck? The, I saw that I and I was like two three five go brrr. Like, <laughs> that was so you know it it. it comes down to the fact that like when Lasada attacks you know um he kind of um he shifts everyone up a position uh and and leaves just enough back to at least you know deal with a counter but um no there there's um i think there's a lot of upside in that um the metro stars backline is just not quite there they're still trying to figure something out uh losing aaron long uh back in may uh was a huge hit to this team and just as a defensive unit you know uh, as as recent form has shown uh just has not been able to figure it out um so i think we have the edge in that sense i think both teams come in with a back line that um has has i wouldn't say underperformed but just is not quite at a level yet uh what what i think is that D- new jersey just does not have you know um the quick attacking they're they're not from what i've seen just in recent games like they just they don't particularly uh attack decisively um they kind of hover around and, and a lot of the scouting report is like you know if we can just get to the corner if we can you know get crosses in and hopefully like maybe something will happen where like dc can't clean it up and they won't get it clear then maybe we can have someone who comes in and poaches a goal but you know what Lasada's system shows <laughs> is that you can't fight chaos with chaos you have to be absolutely decisive you have to find a weakness and you have to exploit it and i just don't think new jersey has um just a super super quick uh threat on that that attacking third um and and i just don't think they have an attack that uh is dangerous you know as they showed against chicago of all teams um you know you're talking about tight games it's because you know if you park the bus enough uh of course it's going to remain tight uh i think think Lasada is just going to absolutely uh, go for it in this, um, you know, mm. vamos por mas. Uh, and so <laughs> it, 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 I think this game, you know, despite it being a road game um, is going to end up good for the black and red. Um, there's, there's just nothing decisive that uh, the, the pink cows really do on the field. So um you know, I, I think even even if Lasada does overload one side or another or, you know, the team just kind of gets off balance a bit, I don't think it's going to be dangerous enough that that they're going to, you know, be lost in that in that sort of situation. So I am very firm in saying that uh, DC comes away with a two nothing win oh. after this game. Oh, so not a tie, <laughs> not a tie or defeat. no. <laughs> No, huh? I feel I sure? feel really, really confident about this one. Yeah. So, Tom, let me ask oh, you this God. one then: Is there a better time to be playing the Metro Stars than now? This is definitely the best. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I and lots of DC United fans still have nightmares about Bradley Wright Phillips just mm-hmm. yep. pouring it on us every single time we would play them. Yep. Yes. Um, a f- fantastic player and the most irritating. <laughs> um, but 
you know, I, I agree with Daniel. I think that it's going to be, you know, with this time off, we've had enough time to get guys to rest a bit, to really set ourselves straight. I was a little worried at, at one point when we were going through that, you know, those three games where we lost in a row. And I thought we were going to start having the Lasada burnout of just too many games, too much high press. Um, so I think we got the international break right at the right time. And I really yeah. think that being keeping that pressure on a Metro Stars back line that is going to be nervous. They're going to be nervous against that press. And I think they're going to have a hard time getting out of the half. Yeah. If they're gonna if they're gonna score, it's either gonna be you know a shot that should have been saved or a mistake on our end. But I don't see them constructing a goal against us. To be honest, no, I don't. I I, I see them parking the bus. Genuinely, yeah. I think they were gonna they're gonna have eleven men behind the ball for the majority of this game, and yeah. it's just gonna be it's gonna be great for us to watch because. I'm excited. Oh, I'm it's really going to be excited. awesome. My if, my only if, concern is if we don't score a goal in that first half. I think if DC, we don't score a goal, with New York Red Bulls are going to be loving it, and I think we will come out in the second half and have a little bit of nerves. So if we can score a goal, say in the first twenty minutes, half an hour, that will set the set the game, that will set the tone, and we will then kick on and score a few more. I think that's how I, that's how I see it happening. If DC yeah. uh, plays New Jersey like they did the first 20 minutes against Philadelphia, um, they are going to, as I said in the notes, put the 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 Metro Stars on a pike, tarred and feathered. They're going to march them to Asbury Park and just toss them off the boardwalk. That's what's happening. And, and I, you know, well, I feel just super good about this. Yeah, it's it's going to be awesome. I'm just trying to uh, bring up the stats from the last game back in July. Um, eventually, when uh, you know um, my browser decides to uh, work, because you know, gotta love uh, computers. Technology, great when it works. On, I can go on with my uh, prediction for this game. Go for it, yes, because I, yeah, we've had Daniels. Got, Let's go for yours, Tom. So Daniels got a two nil. I've got to pick one. Um, if Bill was for sure playing, it would be a three nothing. <laughs> if it's not Bill, we're we might concede one. Um, I gotta pick one. I'm gonna go for the three to one. Gonna be dominant. Maybe they get a set piece goal. I don't know. Let's just I'm just going for something different. But if they get a goal, it's gonna be after we've already put three pass. So it's a consolation goal, is it? Yeah, consolation. I'm yeah. not. I'm not too worried. It's a, it's a tricky one because you're right. It's it's difficult without knowing about Bill. And when you look at when Kemp is all the difference. Yeah, when Kempen's been in, he's not kept a clean sheet. Um, I mean, I think he might have kept one in the early part of this other season, possibly against like Chicago or something daft like that. But then, who yeah. doesn't keep a clean sheet against Chicago? Metro yeah. stars, um, but uh, let me just check the stats. So from the last game, yes, Red Bulls have more possession, but that's because we um, 
come off the gas at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. But we ended up having more shots. We ended up... For me, even though we, yeah, we had less position, we fe- it felt like it was a domination that game. And I think, you know yeah. what? It's it's just going to be even more domination. I just can't I was at that see. Red Bulls game. Yeah? Yeah, I was at that Red Bulls game. Kamar had a beautiful goal. It, that, that, the Gressel um, winning the ball back and that ball yeah. through... Yeah was yeah. phenomenal and then there was the there was the next one as well where it was from a similar position but all Kamara had to do was just take a touch and yeah. then he mm-hmm. could have put it in the net and it's like frustration and then he had another attempt and it was just a, it felt like that first one was like oh Kamara's doing well he's, but he's uh, on it he's on it and then and then he had that volley where he just fluffed in it's like oh there's 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 the old Kamara yeah, I was gonna say, there's the Kamara we love. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here we go. So a couple of more comments. Um, talking about um, people who we have up top um, and Griffin Yao. Just going back to that. Um, Griffin Yao usually plays on the right wing. Um, so when yeah. you've got Ariola and Gressel, that's it's he then becomes third choice. So it's difficult for him to break into the team on that side of things. Uh, Paredes plays both too. He does, yes. Um, I would see Paredes more definitely. Well, I would see him just primarily as the left wing, but yes, you're right. You can yeah. be on the right as well. He switched back. Yeah. Um, there was talk about Kamani Smith is somewhere. I mean, I think he scored one goal for Loudon all season. Not a great record in USL as well. Yeah. Um, but my biggest thing, he's English. He's from Nottingham. There you go. There you go. Need to get him on the show at some point. Um, Try to be supportive. <laughs> yeah. But when he scored one goal, it's difficult. Um, yeah. But, you know, some people play better in different leagues. You look at Jaime Moreno. Uh, scored like two goals for the Borough. Scores quite a lot legend. in MLS. Well, a legend now. Yeah. So, you know, it, there's that. Um, Angus, this is 100% a trap game. It's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And New York teams, when playing at home, when very consistently, he still has it ending three-one DC though. But yeah. he's just, think, yeah. he's just saying we've got to be wary. So yes, yeah, it's true. I, th- I think I would say tune into that game early. I feel like there's going to be a lot. I mean, it's it's the two main cities and those attacks that were affected. Yeah, I mean, it's, mm. and I, I think it's going to be a very big occasion for Americans and everyone watching. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's um, I, I'm sure we'll be tuning into the pre-match. So I, I have, I have reign of uh, watching it this weekend. Yes, I'm back. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. And then next week for the Chicago game. Um, I'm actually away with work, which means Ooh. I can just watch it in the hotel room. Not bad. Which I'm not going to argue with. It's going to be a late night, that one as well. Um, but, you know, start late on the next day, I think. I think we start at 10, 10 a.m. I can't wait. That's awesome. Get a lion <laughs> and everything. Get bed to myself. Lion. Oh, sorry, Fliss. You're going to have to look after Jack. Um, Right, let's just have a 
quick look at the standings as well before we uh, go to kind of the last bit, which is um, the fan question that we had sent in. Um, do, 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 do. So, yeah, so we're currently in seventh, as I mentioned earlier on. We're on 30 points, uh, getting 1.36 points a game, played 22. So we've got 12 games left in the season. Um we're doing well. It's it's nice to see. Nine wins, ten defeats, three ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Bulls, they're currently on 22 points after 20 games. So they've got played a couple of games less than we have. So if they won their games in hand, they would be very close to us. So mm, something to think about on that side of things. Um, they've scored 23 and conceded 25. So... They're conceding just over one goal a game, uh, whilst we concede quite quite a few more, but they're not scoring as many as well. So on average, that's going to be an interesting game, uh, to say the least. And then Chicago, they're a place above Red Bulls uh, with one point more, um, but only on. But they've played twenty two games as well, so their average is worse. And again, they've they've conceded quite a few, so that could be a very high-scoring game. But we will uh, announce our predictions for that later on before the game. Um, I'm just delaying this because I don't know what I'm going to go with um, in the prediction. I'm still thinking. Um, oh, right. I forgot you've left that blank. I have left that blank because I was just thinking, oh, this is so tricky because it's Bill is the massive factor in this one. If we got Bill, clean sheet all day. If we haven't got Bill, I, I agree with you, Tom, we're going to concede. Um, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. I'm I'm going to go for 2-1 on this one. Yeah, um, that's good. I, I think that's what... I'm just going to write that in, just so then I don't forget, because I probably would. 2-1 DCU. Um, yeah, I see this. I see this win now. There's no other way around it. The way we're playing, the way... Um, the Metro Stars have been playing recently it's just it's set up for a DC win for us to win consecutive games it's just yeah that's just how I see it going so that's it um, right I'm 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 a little frightened that we're all on like a very positive note I know <laughs> I was like um, we're all going to be really upset next week if this goes badly oh no that's that's <laughs> no it's not gonna happen. But, I Come mean, on. You're, you're you're talking about a team that is um in the lower end of twenty goals this season. Yes. Um I don't see them even um uh, you know, I, I would say twelve is about as good as it's gonna get for them. Um with with their standing on the mm. you know, I um I just yeah, no, I feel really good about this. Uh, you know, particularly after the Philly match. Um, I, I, you know, they've had a taste of like, you know, with, with, with Nashville, I, I don't think they came in, um, particularly ready for that. Uh, no. but you, you saw them just really get tight by the time Philly came around. And so, yes, I, I just, yeah. If they, if they had Bradley Wright Phillips, if, if they had that going on, um, for sure, I'd be terrified about the fact that like, okay, if you overload just once Bradley's going to, you know, be looking for that opportunity and someone's going to find him on the far end. So it's, it's, I, but, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really see anyone, um, 
scaring us all that much. Uh, and even with the fact that, you know, Kempen will likely be starting this match, uh, I don't think it's going to really be anything that's going to challenge him heavily. Uh, but again, could be completely wrong, uh, especially, you know, uh, that's a great point being a, a trap game. Um, but no, I, you know, it's, it's been a sorry uh, season. Uh, for New York, and I just don't really see us uh, coming away. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure after this weekend, I'll have 17 points as well. So that's what that's how things are looking. Yeah. So I've just seen the comment from Angus coming in. I'm uh, just saying we would have had points in Nashville if Kempen could catch a ball. True. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I obviously watched the highlights on that one, and I was like, that was painful. It, yeah. It was it was excruciatingly bad. Yeah. I mean, if there's, if there was a, if you're gonna have a bad day at office, at least get it out in one game, and it felt like that was, that. But then obviously he's done more, so. Yeah. Um, but that was it. It was like it was like two bad weeks at the. Oh, it, yeah. it was just two bad weeks at the office. It just it just did not. I, I mean, we probably would have done better if we didn't have a keeper. <laughs> I yeah, mean, for, I for mean, a second in that first part, like Briant came in and he had those. Like, I did. Two saves. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had more saves. <laughs> Briant, the new number one. Yeah, man. Number one. Oh, oh man. man, that was insane. Right, we've got this fan question. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go on about it too much because we could end up doing a full episode just on this question alone because it is a massive one. Um, so I'm going to ask just for a quick opinion on ProRel for MLS. This came in from Victor on Instagram. Um, uh, Tom, you're an Englishman living in America. You're, you, I mean, I know you've been out there for obviously most of your life, but you're used to European soccer. You're used yeah. to ProRel. What would be what would be the advantage for ProRel? happening in major league soccer so my friends and i have this argument all the time um i think that it would be fantastic but this league is not ready for it yet because any club that goes under into the usl would fall apart Mm. Um, the league would need to work on doing things sort of like the parachute payments that similar to what the premier league and championship do. I think you would, you would need more, more fanfare. And I know there's a lot of fanfare in the U S for MLS now. I mean, especially looking 10 years ago, Mm. but I feel like there would even need to be more just because you need to have, those fans that are so diehard, they're going to every game no matter what. And a big thing with that is, you know, we've got, we've got so many teams in this league. I mean, at some point, every city in the U S is going to recognize how great having an MLS team is in the league. But the issue is that we can't have a 40 team league. It's, it would be yeah. absurd. It would be awful. Um, so I think it it is the right thing eventually, just not right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, Daniel, on the flip side then, to counter that argument, what would you say would be a... Why shouldn't we have ProRel in MLS? 
Well, one thing, as long as Don Garber is still alive, there will never be a, a sniff in hell that a uh, pro-rel system is ever going to be put in. You know, it, it is it is too... And this comes this comes down to the fact that like uh, even on the front of like uh, USL and you know uh, the NASL whenever that was uh, around um, have never been organized enough or have never uh, quite shown that like I you know that that there's even a quality there that like when teams get brought up that they would uh, even you know it would be like one of those things where I think. As soon as like an MLS team goes down, they would be right back up the next season, mm. and then I think it would just be a constant swap of yo, yo. flavor of the week, uh, you know, USL teams, and then just whoever is at the bottom of uh, MLS. I think they would eventually just get right back up in there. Um, I on a business side of things, I just don't think those lower leagues uh, can, can even match up to what is the MLS machine. Um, there would have to be, you know, MLS eventually becomes uh, two leagues, you know, if yeah, yeah it, it gets to be 40 plus teams, MLS one, MLS two, or however it is. Um, and it would just have to be kind of within that system. Um, there's, uh, you're talking about just a range or, or, or a gap between, you know, MLS clubs and USL clubs on the whole. Sure, you have, you know, Minnesota United that, you know, came up and, and obviously have a lot of money behind them, but that's not the case with a whole bunch of these uh, lower league teams. Um, even in the fact that, like, you know, uh, I think they'd even get clowned with, you know, even championship or league one or league two sides. Mm. Um, it, it's just not, the gap is way too wide. And um, I, I don't see on a business front how this could even be remotely sustainable. Um, it would have to be an MLS one, MLS two situation. Yeah. I mean, for me, just kind of put a bit of a defense side of the fence bit up um, and sit in the middle of this. If, if it was going to happen, um, I would agree with Daniel. The fact that it would be an MLS one, MLS two, but the way I would like to see MLS evolve if there was going to be no pro rel would be, and we're going to have these amount like 40 team league. It would be have a Northeast league and Northwest league, Southwest and Southeast league, that kind of system back in the days when we had the three different conferences in MLS back in the early days, that's yeah. how I would see it working. Um, realistically, that's my most realistic prediction. Like NFL divisions. Yeah. Yeah, um, if if I wanted it in the way I would do it, I would have interconference pro rel. So you'd have your Eastern Conference and your Western Conference, yeah. And then you would have you'd have your playoffs like you would now, but then you would have playoffs for promotion and relegation. That would to me that would then balance out in terms of everyone gets that same playoff experience, but everyone gets something to play for as well. Mm-hmm. that would to me that that would bring the hype as well yeah and probably just eases the a lot of the burden um probably with travel on that end as well if, exactly if that's yeah. sort of the what you're you're leading to there um yeah because that's just that is just a nightmare right now um 
you know, and, and I think that's a, the, the problem with a lot of the European players is like, you know, they're just, they're just hopping, you know, an hour and a half down, downwind to yeah. take on whatever rival team they're playing. And, and here it's like, no, you're getting on a, you know, eight hour minimum flight with probably like a three hour layover in like Chicago or something like that. It is, um, it's a nightmare situation over here yeah. as far as trying to get around. It's not as bad as the Russian side, Anzi Machkalala. Try saying that when you're drunk. Um, Nice. They were, this is true. So they were owned by a billionaire. And they signed like Samuel Leto, they'd signed Willian, they'd signed other players. They gave gave, um, Eto, I think it was Eto, a Bugatti Veyron for his birthday. Nice. Yeah, so made made a chunk of change. Um, they're now playing in the third uh, tier of Russian football. They've had such a huge fall from grace. But going back to my point about them, um, they used to train 1,200 miles away from their home stadium. Wow. Yeah. Because they had the money. So all the players wanted to live in Moscow. Mm-hmm. Because obviously big city and all that jazz. They didn't want to live wherever this team is actually based because it's in the yeah. middle of the sticks. It's so they would get private jets to the games uh, and come back. <laughs> you can see why they're in the third tier of Russian football now. Yeah, I wonder. So. I wonder why. <laughs> I, I did get... love that team. I did love that team when they had Eto. Yeah, and it was just like was, where were they, where these team. guys come from. Because they've yeah. just come out from absolute nowhere, got these players, yeah. But someone put Anto it on. Is said. the wildest story in soccer. I I love him so much. He's um, he's like the Bruce Almighty of soccer in terms of just you know how much he's been able to finesse money out of clubs. Uh, is is legendary uh anyone who isn't familiar just yeah look up his story and just how you know how much he's been paid over the oh. years and he's he's absolutely brilliant yeah I, I, when he signed for that uh, russian side um he was the wor- he was the world's best player both world's yeah. best paid player yeah so, yeah he was fantastic um i'm just gonna before we wrap up um, I'm just going to just go through the last few comments um, around uh, some of the crowds as well. So I, obviously we've talk, been talking about Pro Rel. Um, David's um, was talking about when he was in Nashville, um, some Houston fans told him that they are averaging under 10,000 a game right now in terms of uh, attendance. So very low. Um, Angus replied, have you seen the Red Bull Arena recently? <laughs> It's a problem. Oh, oh, yeah. Man, people people aren't loyal. They'll just no. be like, I'm not going. No. I'm not going. Mind at you, all. it must be difficult to be a New York City uh fan right now because they can't even use their own stadium. Yeah. 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 Um and then when we were talking about um the leagues and the how it would be structured, uh, David uh, was just saying the bigger move that will happen is first is the mo- is a merger between MLS and the Liga MX. I yeah. don't I don't see that ever happening. I think that's that a whole other podcast. That's a whole other <laughs> yeah. podcast, but I don't see that happening mainly just because of travel. I think the League's Cup is where it stay, it stays. 
I think that's where we'll see that yeah. evolve and become that quite would a big be cool tournament. Myself, anyway. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good idea. It's nice to have that bit of rivalry and it, and you just see the MLS teams hopefully come on leaps and bounds and become more competitive. Um, Angus has already uh, come up with the names for MLS one and MLS two. Mm-hmm. MLS and uh, MILS, so minor league soccer. Oh no! Like MILB. <laughs> Great oh, name. I can tell you, there'll be so many players that go to South America or you know Central America to go play somewhere else than, than to be in a playing minor league. Minor league. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds pitiful. Degrading. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word. Um, David's just come up just to say um, the merger would allow the top six teams from MLS and Liga MX to create a new North American Super League with the rest of the teams being the next yeah. run. And that would allow for Pro Rel. That sounds like yep. European Soccer League. Yeah, U- it does. European Super League, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, uh, you I'm not going to that. So. No. <laughs> yeah. That's another podcast. <laughs> that is another pocket. Hey, hey, we got some we got some off season uh content we could probably Exactly. Yeah. Say, we need sure. a list. Yes. Um but yeah, they, I mean he, he just said that's more realistic than Pro Rel for MLS, which is probably yeah. true, yeah. Um yeah. but anyway. Well, that yeah, considering all of England all the English teams who wanted the Super League were Americans. Yeah, so. bot- <laughs> and, and bottom of the Premier League. And oh. Boiler yeah. Bowl this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Arsenal have had actually a pretty tough start. They've not had some. Yeah, they e- they've not had easy teams to play, but uh, yeah, not yeah. scored yet. That's not good. Apart from West Brom, um, James, who played... have you seen who? Have you seen who Norwich had their first three games? No. <laughs> they played Man City. Yeah, Jesus. and then they played Liverpool, and then they played Leicester. That's that's a heck of an opening right there, man. Yeah. Talk they about. They did get a goal. They did get a goal. Oh, so that. better than Arsenal, but man. They're they're doing better than <laughs> Arsenal currently because of that one goal. Emu Pookie. It's a Pookie oh, party. Pookie. Love Pookie. Pookie party. Yes. Yeah. Gotta love ah. it. Arsenal will come oh. back around, but it's fun. It's fun. Yes. It is fun it's. whilst it's lasting. <laughs> oh, right. Let's wrap things up. Shall we? Yes. So again, thank you to you both, Tom and Daniel, for coming back and joining me, even after this mini hiatus of uh, illness break, you know, as we do. Um, Tom, where can people find you on social media if they want to come and follow you? Yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Snitch McConnell. Nice. And then Daniel, nice and simple. yeah, find me on Twitter, S Dakota Soccer. Uh, that's you know, and then Instagram. But you know, Instagram, I you know, that's that's more of kind of my my personal uh, life. You know, uh, I do a lot of stories uh, yes, content on there. Um, but no, yeah, uh, you know, it's funny. I my job is in social media, and oftentimes, you know, at the end of the day, the last thing I really want to do is get back on social media but you know i you know i do love hanging around uh on the uh dc uk supporter group chat uh that is something i always say is just like one of the 
best parts of being involved in this is having everyone involved with that. Um, I have a friend who doesn't do Twitter or anything like that. I'm like, ah, just, you know, create a, create a burner account and just get involved with the, the group chat. It's, it's so much fun, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's worth it. Yeah, to be honest, I do think we need to work out a more inclusive way of um, being able to chat with more people because there is other people in the group who don't have Twitter. Um, Discord. Discord, I'm I'm trying to think of a neat WhatsApp or something like that maybe, but Uh, I don't know how people feel about sharing numbers and things like that. So maybe it's Telegram or something like that where you can just use a username. (laughs) You can all get a pigeon. Yes. Yes, yes, it's true. I mean, it might take a few years for mine to fly over, but you know. (laughs) What's, know, the, yeah. what's the Monty Python joke? The African swallow. I, to be honest, I, it, oh I, I feel bad for not watching Monty. Have neither of you ever seen Monty Python? Yeah, no, I used to watch. Uh, Monty All right, Python well, I'll see you guys. Faulty Towers. No. I'm, I'm, I'm well versed. Yeah, so I, unfortunately, it was just one of those things that I just I've never got around to watching. Oh no! I oh, know. And on that oh. on that bombshell. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, but. Yes, I'll wrap things up because, you know, Monty Python. Um, I don't know how to beat that, really. Uh, so come and find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter is at DC United Kingdom. Instagram, Facebook is DC United Kingdom FC. Um, as Daniel just mentioned about the DC UK chats, um, if you hit that link in the description or if you look in the show notes, if you're listening to it after, um, just click on the bio.link forward slash DC United Kingdom. Um, you'll see the link for the membership. You'll also see links for merchandise. Um, if you don't want to do either, there's other ways you can support the show. There's Patreon. There's something called Buy Me a Coffee. There's loads of different ways you can do it. So feel free. It would be really appreciated. It just means that the show goes on and it gets better and better and we can do more content. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, fingers crossed we get the win this weekend against uh, mm. the uh, Pink Cows, you call them, Daniel? absolutely yeah um so love it we will uh, we'll try and be back next week um hopefully same time um if you guys are up for that we'll be there we'll be there cool so we'll see we'll see you guys next week um and until then vamos united vamos united vamos